I always talk about like our episode length ballooned to two and a half, three and a half. We put out a four hour podcast. We don't care anymore because when we do the podcast, it's the only time that we get to talk to each other anymore. Yeah. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. And I'm, of course, your host with the most feel better. And uh, that before you just heard was my buddy, Brandon McClure, uh, the host of the Fake Nerd Podcast, as well as Mythalaneous. I had him on and it was a great conversation. We really talked about where he's going with his podcast, uh, where how he got started and so much more. I'm so happy that I had an opportunity to have him on. It's been a while we've been trying to connect and he gives so much value for someone who's been in the podcasting game for so long. So I really suggest... Really enjoying this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for my friend, Brandon McClure. So, Brandon, we've known each other for a few years. Um, Mm -hmm. Like you said before you jumped in, you wanted to, we've been talking about doing a collab for a long time, and finally we're doing a collab. You run, or you're part of one of four hosts for at least one podcast that I know, and you're at least the co-host on another one that I know of. Uh, the first one is Fake Nerd Podcast, which is talking about just positive take on pop culture. It's your tagline, which is great. Um, and I love, I have one of your stickers, the, the your merchandise that we're going to talk about later, but it's the uh, Don't Be a Dick. Oh, nice. I love that one. It's on my fridge every morning. I when I go get my uh, milk for my cereal, I see "Don't be a dick," and I'm like, I won't be a dick today. I'm going to try and it's live up to advice. Brand. It is. It is. And then you have miscellaneous. Yep. Good. I did pronounce it right. Great. So, Brandon, I'm going to give you a couple seconds just to talk about like the podcast. You said you mentioned you had four pod, five podcasts or four podcasts you're running at the time. Five about yeah. Yeah, so I'll give you a chance to talk about all that. Uh, just give us like the elevator pitch on them, and then we'll jump into everything we're talking about. Well, basically, the elevator pitch is, as you said, we put a we just want to put a positive voice into the zeitgeist and um, and whatnot. But we have the Fakner Podcast, which is the umbrella podcast. It's it's our mothership podcast. I call it um, for months now because california sucks our lockdown laws are are ridiculous uh we've been doing it virtually so we've been doing live shows which has changed a lot of things but we we've kept going month uh week to week just to kind of do all that we do movie reviews comic book discussions tv reviews that spun off into the fake nerds watch uh series which is on youtube that is a purely visual medium um where we currently are talking about mandalorian we're doing two episodes at a time Oh, I, I just started uh, the uh, latest episode. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's it's good, man. It's good. Oh. Um, we're about to record a new episode of that soon. Uh, we also have the Basement Arcade series, which is which I'm not a part of. That is just my co-host Ryan and Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, they and sometimes Sparks. Uh, they basically just do Let's Plays. Uh, the newest episode of Fortnite is up right now, and then we have the Fakener Book Club, which is a spinoff of a of a segment of our sh- of our mothership show Victor podcast where we talk about a series uh, a comic book series so we just finished doing mighty Morphin power rangers nice. which was the boom studios run uh we did the first eight volumes of that and then we're done we're doing another series coming soon that one's a bit more relaxed we wanted something to do comic books but we didn't want something that's going to like stress us out because we mm-hmm. do have a lot of stuff coming on 
And as you also mentioned, I have my other show, Mythalaneous, which I have a co-host with Sparks. That show has been on a very long hiatus because we have to record that in person. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it's just you don't get the dynamic if it's not in person. So true, true, true. No, so so that you... will come. At, yeah, when lockdown is over, that will come back. Dang, you got a, uh, you got the, you got bitten by the podcast bug really hard. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the, I didn't even talk about what we're doing this month because this month we've got uh, a Spider-Man PS4 review that's been two years Ooh. in the making, uh, Adventure Time Distant Lands. Sparks and I are probably going to launch a new show with that. Nice. Um, so that's, an, that's a sixth show we're going to put under our, our umbrella. Um, and then we have our holiday annual, which is always a lot of fun. But sadly, this year we have to do it virtually instead mm-hmm. of in person because of the COVID-19 pandemic. But uh, that comes out every Christmas. We do a holiday annual for our fans. That's that's amazing. Like you have uh, a pretty much a shit ton of stuff coming out. Yep. And uh, you're only getting busier. So on your website, so like you said, you have the Fake Nerd podcast. It's like the Fake Nerd brand, right? Yeah. And then underneath you have yeah. the podcast, which talks about a whole bunch of stuff, the movies, the pop culture, relevant stuff. Then you have the fake nerd watch list, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just fake nerds watch. Oh, fake nerd watch. And then you have, yeah. you have so many podcasts under this umbrella of the fake nerd <laughs> brand. It's great. And um, in this whole organization, we'll call it, because it's pretty much probably a business at this point, because you're making merchandise and you have Patreon, which I'm going to ask you about later, and YouTube as well. Um, what is your role? Are, are you the producer, the editor, the promoter? So I call myself the executive producer. Okay. Which means nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what my role essentially is, I I am kind of the, I don't know if this is going to be controversial. If it is to my co-host watching this, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I am kind of the de facto head of the podcast. Okay. Um, but we're all equal partners. We are all, it is a democracy. I call it a democracy. You know, if mm-hmm. we don't, we all have veto power. If we don't want to do a topic, we don't do that topic. It's, you know, it's nobody is above the other. Yeah. Um, but I, I do lead the discussions on the show. Um, I do edit the podcast. Um, that Everything is not video because video is done by Sparks. He does all the video. Um, and, and, you know, basically, like, I run, the, I run the accounts and I do a lot of the promotion on Instagram. That's basically what I do. So I call myself the executive producer, okay, which, yeah. if you know film terms, it's a term that means nothing. <laughs> so that's what I am. So yeah, you're pr- pretty much the, what I've discovered is a podcast producer. So that's what you do. You do oh, everything sure. but create the content. That's what a podcast producer yeah. does. So you're and, and I you, like it. I prefer to be busy. Yeah, it's it's the best part. Like I really hate editing. Editing's the worst part of, for me for podcasting because it just takes so much time. But I found yeah. a, a great thing that I shared with you the speech text thing. I think I shared it with you. Yes. Yes, you I, oh my god, it's fantastic! I love it. It's cut my editing down by hours. <laughs> it will probably if I if I can use it because I'm obviously I'm unemployed right now because of the yeah. pandemic. Um, so podcast is the only thing that, that I got going. Um, it, so I don't really look. I don't edit it. What I do is I <laughs> I write down the time codes for everything. I make sure that I don't need to bleep out anything, and then I slap the intro and the outro on. And I upload it on iTunes. Like I. 
We have hey. a two and a half hour long podcast because of that. <laughs> Look, it works for you guys. That's what works for you guys. Your fans love it. So like, that's what's important. That's, that's the yeah. simplest thing. It's, it works for you guys. So that's what you guys do. Some people, like I, I generally try and go in and find as not as all the ums, but like the ones that shouldn't be there. The ones that I use as fillers. Mm-hmm. So that's what I use it mainly for. Cause it gives me out in text. And so it's easier to catch them and delete them. But that's really the, yeah. the most editing I do because I believe in like, it's a conversation. There's going to be mess ups and stuff like that. So that's where I stand usually, but I like yours. You, you put the time codes in case, you know, Oh, Sparks said this again. Got to remove that. Don't want to be cancel cultured. No. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like that. Um, but also, like, I it's going back to the conversation thing that you talked about. I built the show to kind of recreate what you would get at a comic book store. So when I don't know if you have comic book stores near you, but mm-hmm. when you go to the comic book store, there's the guy behind the counter, and you guys chat. Yeah, you guys chat I, about the news chat about a movie you just saw that's what i want and that's great and like and you guys provide that that's your your niche you're like we're the comic book store virtual comic book store experience exactly. you know you guys chat you have your i fr- like that virtual comic book store experience i'm gonna write that down take it it's yours that's what this is for this is like we're investing in each other you're providing content for me and i'm providing you with ideas yeah i like that you hey, I just put it in different words. You said it first, you know. Like I <laughs> wanted to bring the comic book experience, so you're the virtual comic book experience. That's what you're going for. Great, there you go. You yeah. know, hey man, never thought about that. There you go. Like that's all it takes. And what I love about podcasting is everybody's in it to help each other. Like if I can help you figure out something, you're going to help me later on down the road or whatever. And it's great because that's the helping each other is where everybody's going to succeed. And like you made this comic book, uh, this pop culture podcast with your buddies because you wanted to you missed that because unfortunately comic books stores are disappearing at a rapid rate yeah because and i used to work at a comic book store and so when i left the store i wanted to kind of keep that experience going there you go and now you have your your boys you got four of them you got you you got ben ryan and sparks um on the website yes. it's very interesting that sparks is a puppet yeah that's is- a that's a story <laughs> Um, so is it, do you ever get to see Sparks live in person or is it always the puppet that's there? We, so when we first started doing the show, it, we, we had no visual component at all. And Sparks came in about 50 episodes into the, into the, 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 into the I was going to say series, but yeah, I guess so series. Um, and he, works at a he works at a specific company and he didn't want his uh opinions to kind of look, look badly it would it would give him mm-hmm. the freedom to be whoever uh, he wants say to be opinions yeah to say opinions that even if he doesn't believe them they should be spoken so that mm-hmm. we have the discussion about them um so he came up with the it, was, it used to be spark plug wicked witty <laughs> <laughs> which which was a misspelling of spark plug wickwitty from the original transformers animated series Um, and now it's just yeah and now it's just sparks witty but when we decided to do the visual component he was like i'm always gonna be this puppet because he has a puppet that looks like him um don't ask me why and he to each their own (laughs) yeah 
And we, we recorded our first ever visual show with the puppet. It was called American Classic, which was a series that we were going to launch. We still kind of, but we can't quite crack it. Um, yeah. It was our first ever thing. We, it was the first thing we tried to do in a visual component. And we tried it with the puppet, and it kind of hurt the conversation. So we just kind of gave up the, with the puppet. We still call him Sparks Witty, but yeah, you can see his face. Okay. <laughs> but I do like on the website that it's just uh, a puppet image of him. I think that's just yeah. great. And... I hopefully, hopefully you can run with it, like make mascots of it for him later on. Cause that, that'd be great yeah, maybe. as a merchandise idea, but yeah, no, I, your website is great. It's, it's simple. I love, love how easy it, uh, like you just get on and everything's very like, it's right here. This is all you need. Mm-hmm. Perfect landing page for it. Um, I'm very happy with how it turned out. Oh yeah. You, you should be. <laughs> Cause I am, I don't even own it. And I'm happy with it. I'm like, damn, <laughs> Uh, mine's not even half as good as yours. Um, but w- when did you guys jump into merchandising? When did you decide like you wanted to make this a monetized effort? I kind of, okay. So this is actually a twofold, twofold answer. Mm. Early days of the podcast, I was very upset at how little we grew and how uh, little money the show brought in. None. And yeah, um, like most podcasters, but, like most podcasters, I was very upset about it, and I and I had a hard time justifying doing the show because it didn't bring me any income. And at the time, I was I'm a, I get very stressed because I take on a lot, a lot, mm-hmm. mainly because I uh, have such low income at my job that is currently not open, but. <laughs> Uh, so I pick up another job and I pick up another job. So I had three jobs and then I had the podcast. So it was a lot, it was mm-hmm. a lot to do. So I, so I tried to figure out how I could monetize it. And my whole thing was always, I want the merch. Like <laughs> I want a figured podcast t-shirt. Yeah. I want to, I want to don't be a dick t-shirt. Like I want that. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. So I was like, well, at the very least I can make the merch page so that I could buy the merch. And I am the only person who's bought the merch. <laughs> no, hey, I bought some merch. Oh, that's true. We we have bought we have every now and then I'll like break it down. I'll send my I'll send my co-host like a couple bucks and, and be like, we've made some merch sales, guys. <laughs> um but well I but the big thing was that I wanted it. So I, I set it up and I was like, we're going to you know what, at the very least it helps promote us. If we do conventions and we do things like that, then we have a Faker Podcast t-shirt. People ask us what, the, what that is. Um, during the pandemic, we created, uh, we bought customized fabric. So we've actually got Faker Podcast masks. Nice. Um, which are available at my girlfriend's uh, Etsy store. She makes them custom. Nice, nice. We'll uh, definitely throw up a link there to get you guys some great stuff there. Thank you. Wear your mask. We're just going into another lockdown. It's awful. Yeah. Um, and uh, we, so that, so the second part of that answer is that obviously that didn't work. I created the Patreon. We have one patron. Our sales aren't great. And I got, and I got really depressed because of it, really stressed because of it. Mm-hmm. And it was driving a rift between uh, myself and my co-host. Understandable. And after a while, I, 
thanks to intervention, I realized that I shouldn't care. So I stopped caring. <laughs> and it is, it is now just again, it is now back to like, I want to make these things because I want them. And mm-hmm. if other people want them, then they, then it's there. It's, it is, you can like, we're working on a little, little sizzle. Um, working I like sizzles. On a, right. We're working on a fake nerd podcast network Christmas t-shirt. Oh, okay. So it's a Christmas print, but on a t-shirt, it's not like a knitted sweater. I'm not going to do that. You don't have time um, for that to be fair. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Um, and I commissioned a friend to, to do it. And it's, and, and um, hopefully we get out of Christmas. We might not make it this year. And if not, it'll be next year. But I did that because again, I wanted it. I want yeah. a Christmas sweater. That's got the, my logo on it. Like how cool, how cool is that? Hey, look, I have this, this, I personally, yeah, there you I, go. I made it because I was like, you know, one, it's a great message to invest in yourself, but also yeah. It, I have to say, the quality of the sweater is by far amazing. I was not expecting this quality <laughs> yeah. from Teespring. I, I got, I got tons. I got, I got. Uh, so I, we have a T Public. So as mm. as as you alluded to, we have a T Public that has Victor Podcast T-shirts, Don't Be a Dick T-shirts, um, Miscellaneous T-shirts, Victor Book Club T-shirts, Bread and Butter T-shirts, which is our our new seg- segment on our main show. So we've got a lot of cool stuff. And I also have my friend. He has a podcast called Suburban Proctologist. He's got T-shirts up there. Uh, on a, we help him sell so that he doesn't have to make his own shop. That's that's um, genius. Um, now my question, because yeah. you're taking on all this and you're also just helping out a, a friend. Um, have you thought of making a fake nerd uh, network podcast network? We kind of we kind of accidentally did. Yeah, I know. I I I I have figured you knew about it, but I was like, let's see, let's see if if he's ever thought about it. Because right now you have all your podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. but you're also helping this other friend of yours. Now you can always reach out and say, Hey, we c- jump onto our server. Cause you are with a company that has multiple uh, unlimited shows, right? Yes. You can uh, upload there, handle his, he can, you charge him five bucks, you know, a month or whatever for the hosting. And mm-hmm. you provide the service of uh, being a podcast producer, take away what he doesn't want to do. Yeah. So, by the way, the podcast producer thing is not the first time I've heard, I've been called that. We have a friend called Mike Matola mm-hmm. uh, who comes on the show every now and then. We do these impossible movie trivia challenges. But for I don't know if you heard about this, but did you ever hear about Mainframe Comic Con? I've heard about it. So it was you know all the conventions shut down. So during the summer, these people people we knew uh, put on this Mainframe Comic Con, and they asked us if we wanted to be a part of it. And so I suggested that we would do our trivia challenge. That was a disaster. But, uh, <laughs> but usually the we, first I one is. Yeah, we did it. I set it up and, and, and Mike says, hey, you're a podcast producer now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And we, we've been to conventions and did that show before I set up the LA Comic Con thing. That was a lot of fun. Um, but as far as the network goes, I don't know if you remember, but Pave Media... We tried this. Before. We don't. We don't talk about paying media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, um, to be to be fair, so we're gonna. Yeah. Uh, since you brought paid media, paid media was an attempt to create a podcast network with a couple other friends of ours and to create a, a network. But none of us had any idea how to do a network, and we were just swinging shit, and we had no idea. 
So, and everybody was too busy at the time to take on actual roles and do anything. So mm-hmm. yeah, it failed miserably. Well, it wasn't a bad idea. And we, mm-hmm. uh, so the, how we met and it's a little inside baseball, how, how we met, we met through a, um, through a, we call it a great mates group on, our, mm-hmm. on uh, Facebook. We are yeah. all fans of this podcast, uh, this group of podcasts. Um, and we made our own podcast side group and that's kind of, and that's grown astronomically. Yeah. It's at uh, 300 members now. I know every now and then I want to be like, Hey, OG members, where are you at? <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Um, so funny enough, I was, I was just like posting a whole bunch of stuff randomly and it was like really quick, like day, like maybe hours or like a couple days later. And a lot of them got reported because Maisie who runs it re- reached yeah. out to me. It's like, Hey, do you mind relaxing just a bit? Because people are claiming it's spam. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm a little too excited. I need to calm down. I understand. Don't want to give it too much work. So, I've those uh, new kids, man. I don't understand. Don't like if I, like if I'm brand uh, new, if I'm brand new, yes, okay, I understand. Like hit me with spam, but you can see how long I've been in the group. I'm like one of the founders. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but so that group, many times we talked about like, Hey, do we want to try and work out a network? Do we want to try yeah. and figure out how do we, do we want to try a network? Um, and it's not a, a network is not a terrible idea. Um, the, the issue comes down to none of our podcasts were monetized, but we couldn't support something like that. Yeah. It's so that's the thing. Like no one knew how, like, how are we going to do this to like support the network? Like no one, where do yeah. we go for the stats? Where do we, and like at the time it was so new, no one knew what to do. So everybody yeah. was like just grasping at straws. So now I realize, like but one, it, was, it has to be one person pretty much just yeah. controlling the, the ship and then delegating the tasks. <laughs> and I, I think it was a, it was an admirable, admirable goal, and I, I, I probably would try it again down the line. Um, but I'm also a huge control freak. Yeah. Which, which is why I've taken a lot of control for, uh, for the podcast. It is just because, like, uh, it's not that I don't trust anybody else because I do. It's just that when I have the idea, I need to do it mm-hmm. or else, like, the idea is gone. So, so we kind of, like, accidentally through making these spinoff shows and then our friend Jeremy Bellucci – um, we have kind of like created a, a de facto network that I'm just kind of happy with having this little, like, this is the fake nerd network of podcasts. And you know what? You, you got that. We also do this thing. Ryan does this thing called downright annoyed every, every weekend where a couple of we've, we've connected with another side of the podcasting group. Cause through me, we have the great mates through mm-hmm. Ryan. We have the downright annoyed group, um, <laughs> a friend downright nerdy bored and annoyed. Uh, they do this thing every weekend where they talk about movies. And so that's kind of like part of that de facto network as well. It's like, it doesn't need to be intrinsically connected. It's just like, Hey, we like this thing, support this thing. It's a cousin. It's the cousin. There you go. It's It's a cousin. cousin. Exactly. That's all it is. Exactly. Podcasts are just cousins. If they're not under the same umbrella, you have to look at them as cousins because either you're in a guest on them and you can potentially get some extra listeners or you just guess and you have a fun time. Like there's no loss at all in going on a podcast because you have fun at it. Um, Now, 
A question about your Patreon, because I'm very interested in Patreon. I haven't actually started looking at Patreon. I haven't updated it yet. <laughs> well then. Um, but it says that you get your first 50 episodes. So do you take down episodes and put them behind a paywall? No, I don't believe in paid content. Okay. Which is a great thing you want to hear from a person trying to monetize something. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I believe in ads. I believe in all that, but I don't believe in paywalls. I, if the medium is built to be free, like podcasting is, I think that it should remain free and everybody who would want it. Also, nobody would pay for my shit, but (laughs) (laughs) um, I wanted to put the episodes that were lost somewhere because we had, before we were on Transistor, which is a great service, highly recommend. We were on the Canadian, so it's very good. Oh, is it really? I didn't know that. Uh, it's a it's a half Canadian company. Oh, cool! Uh, awesome. Co- that makes sense. Um, <laughs> it's an awesome company. Um, but before that, we were on Libsyn Ugh. or LibSync. I always we were get on mixed that for up. a long time. Yeah, same here. Yeah, uh, it, it worked out fine. It it didn't really work out for all of our needs, and 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 one of the things they did was that they would remove episodes from the feed. After like a hundred or something. Something like that. Yeah. So those episodes were just kind of lost. When we went to transistor, I didn't want to re-upload those episodes because then they get out of order and it's like, I don't care. So I wanted to put them somewhere. And so that's where I kind of came up with like, well, it could be a Patreon incentive. If you really want to hear those terrible episodes, you can subscribe to our Patreon. But you also get more things on Patreon. Yeah, you, you have a. You your, like it's, I like your five dollars. Your five dollars really a great thing to go in at. It's you get all your the entire season of your miscellaneous, uh, the mm-hmm. ability to call in with your thoughts on any topic, which is great. Um, your first fifty episode, a bonus episode early. So, oh, your bonus episode early. So you get the episode early. Yeah. So the other. So miscellaneous season two. When that airs, it'll air every other week. Um, but if you go to Patreon, you would get it all at once. Ah, okay. Um, oh. And okay. then if so, so, it's just kind of like I don't believe in paid content, but I do believe in incentivized content. Like if you want all of Bethlehemies, you could go to Patreon and pay an extra five dollars. Um, and then the bonus episodes, we do these special episodes that aren't fake nerds watch, fake nerd book club, and basement arcade. We do these things that actually go up on the fake nerd podcast feed. It's review specials. Um, most of the review specials, things that are too long Niche. for the main podcast. Okay. Um, if we have two topics, like for example, soul and wonder woman are coming out on the same weekend, December 25th. Mm-hmm. Um, we would only review one of them on the podcast and then we would review the next one as a special. Okay. Um, and we would, and we do that quite frequently. And w- there are other things like our Spider-Man review would be a, would be a special and, and things like that. Like video games should generally do a specials. Um, and I would re- I don't release those on Sundays. I would release them later on during the week. Uh, but if you go to Patreon, you would get them on Sundays. You would get them early, essentially before the public got them. So do just, just so I know, cause I want to know this, um, your, the, so if I joined at $5, 
would I get every episode a day early or a week early or whenever, or is it just the specials that I would get early? It's just the specials. And it's only because we record the fake nerd podcast the same day we put it up. Okay. Um, that's just how our schedules work out. It goes up on Sunday. We record it on Sunday. Um, if I, if we ended up recording it early, I would probably do something like that. Um, but it's just our schedules don't work out that way. Okay. No, no, it's understandable. Have you thought maybe of shifting it to a Monday for allowing Patreon to get it on the Sunday after it's been up, uh, been recorded and everybody else gets it on the Monday so that they're at least a bit more incentivized if they want to get it the same day, they can go on Monday. Uh, they can go to join yeah. the Patreon. We we might do that. So I've actually been thinking about that because, as I said, right now we're doing live shows. So mm-hmm. our our show has changed structure during the pandemic. Um, little inside baseball again. Before the pandemic, we would record every segment as a different audio file. I would splice it all together and I would upload it. Yeah, And we would normally record those in the middle of the day and I'd put them up that day. Now, if, if we ever go back to that, I would probably do what you're suggesting, which is put it up on Patreon early and then have it on the feed the next day on Monday. Um, but right now, because we're doing these live shows, uh, we do them so damn late at night. Um, it, like I'm telling you last Last week we recorded at 11 o'clock PM and it went to 3 AM. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know who's watching our live shows at that point, but we got one guy. We got one guy. I love him. His, his Mag. Um, he, uh, or she, I actually don't know if it's a boy or a girl, um, but the, uh, they will watch it no matter what, what time of day, when it airs. It's, it's incredible. It's great for him. That's um, awesome. That's awesome. That's, yeah, right? that's a true fan right there. Shout out to you. I know, seriously. And we got a couple people like t- top into the live shows. It's not, again, the live shows aren't for the audience. It's for us. It's for us mm-hmm. to be able to like talk to each other and be with each other. and To make the uh, content. <laughs> yeah, to make the content. Um, so we would do the live shows and then the next day I would edit them and put them up on, uh, I would put them up on the audio feed. If we ever go back to not virtual recording, I would probably do that record on a Sunday release on a Monday. Um, now, but we, who knows when that is? Yeah, true. When you do go back to the live in-person podcasting and not virtual anymore, are you still going to keep the video component? That's a really good question. We don't know. We've been talking about it. Um, man, we were real quickly. I just want to like side tangent mm-hmm. say like, we had the idea to do these live shows for like, it's going to last like two months. We got this nine months later. We're still doing this. Um, the worry is that this becomes the precedent and we wouldn't have a need to record in person anymore. Um, but I think we're all kind of unanimous that like we want to record in person. Yeah, we don't of course. Keep doing the virtual recording. Um, as far as keeping the live component, I don't think we'd keep the live component, but we would probably find a way to keep the video component. Because I'm pretty sure you have a cell phone, right? Yeah. Everybody has a cell, cell phone, phone, right? Yeah. All you, you, all you need is a little, uh, uh, a little stand like uh, this for each one of your uh, people. Set it up right in front of each of you. Press record when you record, and then you, you have your video component. We have pretty good cameras. 
Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't want to say, do you have, you know, a DSLR in this and that? I'm like, look, you have a cell phone because if, it, if, if it's a par- reason for product that you don't have the stuff, I'm like, you have a cell phone that they work perfect. I've used them countless times. Just make yeah. sure you put on do not disturb or else people will call <laughs> while yeah. you're recording or airplane mode, um, actually, if you're using your phone. But if you have cameras, you can set up one or two cameras, get the round table and you have it there, you know, but the one problem problem of space when it comes to that so right now i'm recording this in my office space this is a new space that i've created and you gorgeous can, by the way gorgeous you, you i've seen can't your, see the whole thing no but you by uh, i follow you on instagram and you've been putting oh, up yeah. the pictures and that so i know it's gorgeous um when we record in person again we are going to go back to our old, so my friends live out in Chino Hills, which is an hour away from where I live right now, which is in Pacoima in Los Angeles. Shout out to anybody in Los Angeles who's watching you. This. I actually, if uh, I'm not mistaken, hold on. Let me open my stats here. I don't want to open all of them. I have New York, uh, not New York. They don't, they just tell me where, like in the world, they don't actually give me location, but I have uh, my analytics. Let's see here. My US. Is twenty two percent. So twenty two percent of the, my episodes that have been listened to come from the U.S. Hey, also so Belgium. Oh yeah, we get some random people like in some random. Eight percent come from Belgium. I'm really interested to see who's coming from Belgium. For um, a while, we had a guy. We had one one guy in China. All of China, oh. just one guy listened to our podcast. I was like, oh man, I'd like to know. I'd like to know who you are. Did you? Oh, did you call him out? No, no. I probably did like early on, but I don't, I don't remember. Um, but so this space is pretty good for audio recording, but it's not great for video recording. But my friend Sparks's place is better for video recording and audio recording. But we have to switch because, you know, it's and it, I can't ask them to come out here all the time. And I can't and they can't ask me to go out there all the time. True. Um... So I don't know how we do it, but I think there is an interest to want to keep the visual component paired with the main episode every week I of just, course we just have to figure out how to do it so here's something i'm thinking something that spitballing to you um because the audio is your main platform right so not keeping that behind a paywall obviously is important and youtube you can't really put on a paywall but you could always say look we want you to listen to our podcast so you drop it right after you record it and the video component you can drop a few days later and also put it on you uh, behind the paywall as an incentivized. Like you can still get it if you pay the five dollars, or you can wait three days and see us. Type deal. That's that way. You know, you're in, you're kind of saving yourself. You you have that one video aspect that you can keep behind the paywall because your main product is the audio. And if you release the audio, well, it doesn't matter. The video you can always release at a later date. That's not a bad idea. Um... Again, it's just kind of working out how we're going to keep the visual component when this whole thing is over. I mean, it's not ending until next 2022, so we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's not a bad idea. I'm going to write that down. Uh, Sparks is our engineer in charge of our video content. I'll, I'll talk to him about that. See, I'm a, I'm a content producer. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> I'm a podcast producer and a content producer. I do everything. I'm just a producer. Uh, but no, I come up with these great ideas because I'm like I'm looking at how I can help other people with my my st- my research, you know. And like, if it may not work for me, but hell, maybe it's going to work for you, and that's even better because 
if you, it works for you, that just means later on you can tell me, hey, Phil, that fucking worked for me. Thanks a lot. I'm like, look, people, he listened to me and it worked. You should listen to me more. <laughs> you get you can put that on the poster of your podcast. Mm-hmm. He listened to me and it worked. He listened to me and it works. <laughs> um, oh my goodness, Chili's followed us. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't think they know they did. <laughs> I just love when you get the random celebrity follow you and you're like, do you, do you know why? We we have a funny story about uh, Taco Bell and uh, Olive Garden. Years ago, when we first started this thing, you know, we renamed our news segment Bread and Butter. And, you know, news is the bread and butter of a podcast, especially pop culture podcast. Mm-hmm. So that became the Bread and Butter segment. And we would always joke about it being Olive Garden bread and butter because, you know, it's those, those breadsticks, man, those are good. Hey, never-ending breadsticks, come on. Yeah, what else do you need? So... We tried forever, not to get a sponsorship from Olive Garden, to get Olive Garden to follow us on Instagram. <laughs> we really wanted this to happen. So we tried so hard. I think eventually Taco Bell did. Hey. And the, fun, the reason why is because we also went to Taco Bell every weekend. And we would post about like, hey, we're at Taco Bell. So in our quest to get Olive Garden to follow us on Instagram, we got Taco Bell. Hey man, I would have just changed the series. Not, it's no longer bread and butter. Screw that! It's now the Taco Bell Hour. The Taco Bell Hour. Yeah, except that's an hour and a half. So, <laughs> the Taco Bell Hour. That's an hour and a half. Well, because usually uh, afterwards, you know, you have Taco Bell. It's just, uh, woo! <laughs> it it's, takes it's, you thirty it's, minutes it's, to yeah. eat it, but it's going to take you an hour to. Re- re- <laughs> you're going to relive it. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, Mr. Sunday's. Uh, uh, hate mail, but the hate has an eight in it, and it's never it's eight never pieces. Eight. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So you yeah. can do the taco. D- d- j- look, think about it. You already have Taco Bell following you. So if you rename the segment a Taco Bell theme thing, you know, the Chulupa or something related to Taco Bell, mm-hmm. there's a good chance that hey, they may like you know sponsor you or may reach out to you or about something. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not running for sponsorship. Uh, no anymore those days are over no but hey if you just rename it and you just say hey make sure you follow us da 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 it's always easier to ask for forgiveness than uh, permission i might i might actually call it the chalupa hour but not because i want to talk about the following just because i think it's hilarious there you go it's no longer the bread's bread and butter hour it's the chalupa hour sponsored <laughs> by not taco bell <laughs> I miss those days, man. I miss I miss going to Taco Bell with my friends, and that was our ritual every every Sunday. We would we would grab Taco Bell or any fast food, but mostly Taco Bell. Come back, watch the trailers for the week, and then record the podcast. And those are fun. That's that's the best thing. Like that's what I love about when I was when I was doing the Phil Better Show with uh, DJ Allen, having the guests on um, uh, DJ Overflow. Sorry, not DJ Al. DJ Overflow. Um, it was just sitting and just chit chatting about the movies and just like the ritual, like he would come over 30 minutes before we record and we were just chit chat. It was just like, we would catch up and then we were to record and then we would sit for another hour and a half and just chit chat some more. And then he would go. Yeah. I always talk about like our episode length ballooned to two and a half, three and a half. We've put out a four hour podcast. We don't care anymore because when we do the podcast, it's the only time that we get to talk to each other anymore. Yeah. And that's why that, so I always like caution people like, hey, if we ever get back to like in-person podcasting, our podcast episodes will probably be shorter. But like, this is it, guys. This is, you are watching us engage with each other in real time. We don't, 
do this beforehand. We don't talk to each other throughout the week. It's no. just this. That and that's I think that is going to really carry in the next year for podcasters. The mm-hmm. the authentic the authentic nature of it. Yes, you're going to have those big ones, the Joe Rogans, those really popular crime novel ones that have the businesses slamming millions of dollars behind it. But then you're going to also have the niche niche market like us. Like you're you're hitting on a great niche market. You have, you hit comic books, you hit this movie reviews, the friendship. You have like all these nice little niche markets that you're hitting. I mean, I'm doing the invest in yourself, the digital entrepreneur market. You know, I'm hitting those people who want to become digital entrepreneurs by per- interviewing podcasters who I'm going to, I'm, I'm pretty sure probably within a year or two, you're going to have the network. You're going to be like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going all in making the network official, the fake, fake nerd podcast network. And you're just going to have all that. And it's going to be great, man. We've talked about it. It would be just the fake nerd network. We actually almost built a logo for it. Do it. What are you waiting for? What's, what are you waiting for? That stress. But here's the thing. You already have everything. There's nothing more to do. There's nothing more to do. You have all the shows. All you need to do is put the logo, put the network, uh, put a a website together, a simple landing page website, and then apply here if you want. And then if they apply, it's a $5 fee to apply and you get part, you get sponsored you don't get sponsored, but you get to show up on each one of our shows to talk about your show so that you can grow your audience and we'll help you grow your audience because you've done most of the hard work. You've launched more podcasts than I have. Okay. And I'm calling myself a podcast producer over here. And I've only have two podcasts. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Hey man, not everybody <clears throat> can be an overachiever. <clears throat> okay. Then I see how it is. I see how it is. No, but that's the thing you already have all the shows there you can leave the network at that level that can be the full network no one tells you you have to have 18 billion shows you don't have to be like podcast one or gas digital that's run by ryan sutton who was episode two you should really go listen to that great episode um but no you don't have to link in the description i assume always link in the description people um (laughs) but you can do you make it your own and people will come to it. Like it just gives you a bit more like credibility. I would say it to other companies in that when you do decide, Hey, we're, we're getting this traction. Maybe we can go to this, you know, go to Taco Bell and go, look, we have uh 7,000 downloads per month. We were looking for, you know, maybe a $20 gift card that we can give away to f- fans for our network. And they'll be like $20 for free. Why not? Here you go. And then boom, you got, you got, now you look even more professional because you got these gift cards or you just go buy the gift cards and raffle them off and say, we've talked about, um, you and I talked about uh, mm-hmm. the kind of sponsorship I want. I, I, I want to do it to talk about, but I would do it to me undies. D- dude, buy a me undies. <laughs> so this is what I want you to do. Okay. This is what we're going to do. We're both going to do this. I want you to on each show. I want you to say, this isn't sponsored by, by MeUndies, because I'm pretty sure they have an affiliate program that you can go to. They have an affiliate program, and they have a sponsorship program, and I have emailed both <laughs> many times. 
So screw it. Just go, this segment is brought to you by MeUndies. Boom. Link in the description. And just keep doing that every single episode. Pick, an, uh, pick a, pick a uh, segment of your show. And that show, that segment is now sponsored by MeUndies. Even if they're not paying you. Because if enough people come back and if they see their analytics kind of going up and the numbers show that you guys keep throwing something to them, maybe they'll listen to your uh, episode. Yeah, maybe. Uh, the, the issue comes from, for us, and I don't mean to like, yes, but you, but um, because I hate to do that. Um, the issue comes that like our listenership is not high. We have... 105 people on, on YouTube subscribed. We have maybe 20 subscribers, not on Spotify. I think Spotify, we actually have closer to 50, although I don't know. I haven't checked those analytics in a long time. Um, so we don't get a lot of traction. And I think when, when someone like me and like, I can show, I can, I can email all the accomplishments that the show has done because I'm really proud of what the show has accomplished. You have done a lot. I'm really proud of the show. Honestly, I am. Um, even though I think about quitting it like every week, but <laughs> um, I, I'm really proud of it. It's, we've created these other spinoff shows that we really like to do that we have fun doing. It has not become a chore, which has always been a thing. Like every episode, I'm always like, if this becomes a chore, then we're done. We stop. We're done. It's not worth it. Every show we do has to be fun. It has to be something that we want to do. Um, We've done a convention. We went to LA Comic Con and we did a we did a panel. Like that was incredible. Ooh, that's insane. Uh, yeah, I couldn't believe that they let us do it. I don't think they know they did. But <laughs> hey, you now have a feather in your hat that you. I, I'm surprised you didn't put that on, like on your the front page, like podcast convention holder thing. I don't know. I. So, so we talked about who made our who made my my website uh, a friend of a friend of yeah. both of us. Ray um, guy, of course. If he has a link, we'll have it in the link down below. Yeah, in the show notes. He, he did the pod. He did the the thing. Let me tell you. If I knew how to do what you were just suggesting, like you know, do that on the on the front page, like I would. I don't know how to do it. That's why I, I paid him to do the pod to do the website. It's not that hard. Shouldn't be that hard. I worked it's, on I worked on my my website for months before I finally was like I don't know what I'm doing. Can you do this for me? So the first thing you need to do is just reach out to him and go, look, can you add this to the front page? Like, come up with everything and say, I just need this on the front page. And I'm pretty sure Harry's going to be a very reasonable man and go, sure. <laughs> well, I'd have to, I I wouldn't want to do it for free. I want I'd want to pay him, so I'd have to wait for my funds to kind of level up. But you know, ask him. Ask him how much it would cost, just randomly. And then you know what? If it's a reasonable amount, I'll do it for you. No mm, questions I asked. I can't ask. I can't ask that. No, I'm investing in your show. That's what I'm doing. Okay. I'd rather you just subscribe to the Patreon if you're going to do that. I'll do both. No, no, no. I'm doing both. Done. I'm not doing the twenty-five. I'm not doing the twenty-five. Don't do the twenty-five. <laughs> don't do the twenty-five. I'm so I'm glad you couldn't do the five up. one. I'm so glad you brought the twenty-five up. So the twenty-five is not supposed to be there. I'm, supposed, I'm trying. I've don't take it down. Meaning, don't I've take been it down. Meaning to take it down for Why? months now. Why? It's a ridiculous deal. So uh, you subscribe to a twenty-five dollar Patreon tier, and you get a ship in a bottle once. So who cares? It's awful. I need to take it, it of course, it's awful. But it's there. You're giving an option to someone. 
they have the option if they if they're dedicated enough to your show to pay $25 to get a ship in the bottle and support you why not leave it up there i would put a $10 one up and send them a free shirt yeah maybe the shirts cost more than $10 though so that's but like loss on my part. every every th- every 3 months they get a specialized shirt there you go you you make a special shirt for them so every three months, so it comes out to $30, which is about the cost of a shirt. Okay. You send it to you, them and it's a specialized seen, um, shirt. It's not a terrible idea, actually. Um, you can wa- write it down. You're shirts. welcome. Specialized shirts, not a terrible idea. And what's great about it, those uh, specialized shirts, right? You go, you do a, either a limited run that are signed if you want. Or the design then the next year goes up on the website, uh, goes up on the merch sale. Hmm. That's a terrible idea. I have to figure out what those specialized shirts would be. Have you seen, um, shit, Beyond the, Bo- Beyond the Box set? Have you seen They're, their Patreon? Not all of them. Uh, give me a second. Let me uh, pull their it up. Their Patreon is real funny. Beyond the Box. Helps if I spell Beyond properly. This is your friend's podcast. What the hell, man? Listen, I have problem spelling. Okay. All right. So the $2 a month, they have a lot. (laughs) Wow. Exclusive access to our weekly bonus, exclusive extended episodes. Once a month, we put Patreon's choice. Exactly the same. (laughs) I'm sorry. That is genius. Yeah. Isn't it great? I love their Patreon. See, you could even do, you know what? I dare you. I dare you to put a $50 one, put a $50 level that is exactly the ship in the bottle and help keep the lights on and, or just, you know, $50 because you like us. Just put a $50 because you like us. Actually, I don't hate that idea. Because eventually when you, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to hit an episode's going to hit. That's just going to explode. And then do they still do, do Beyond the Box has still have the hundred and fifty dollar tier or like the thousand dollar tier or something? No. Uh, okay, hold on. Oh, they have eight levels. Yeah, they so, yeah, they have a hundred dollars. <laughs> then they have a fifteen thousand, which is the yes. maximum patron allows, and they literally say we will not refund this, which is genius because eventually someone's going to pay. <laughs> On access, $1,500? Yeah, it's simple as that. And they already have, they have 11 Patreons. They're making 50 bucks a month, uh, 30 bucks a month, which pretty much that covers a lot of stuff for you. You know, that's, I'm sorry, that's, I, I love the 15000 a month one. That's genius. It, it doesn't hurt. I like, it. I don't know if you want to go that far. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to do that. Uh, the fifty dollar um, one just says because you love us. Put that because you're because you're a, you're a nerd lover. Yeah, actually, that's not that's not a bad idea. You think I should keep the twenty five dollar tier up there? Yes. Like- what, what it's ridiculous. Yes, of course it's ridiculous. It's pointless to have it, but it's there. And eventually, someone's probably going to hear this and be like, you know what? They keep talking about the twenty five dollar one. I'm going to get a ship in a bottle and I'm going to help this guy. Because right I've, now. I've, I've been serious. Like, if you guys do that, okay, I'll send you a ship in a bottle. I can tell you. I'm looking at my my analytics for my first episode. So this is we're recording December fourth. 
Um, as of December 4th, I have an estimated subscriber count of 10 people on my new podcast that dropped Monday. It's not bad for a podcast that dropped on Monday. No, and it has 129 episodes, uh, monthly downloads and 76 unique vi- uh, downloads. So I'm really happy with that. I have at least 10 subscribers. So there are 10 people that are listening to this podcast right now that could be like, you know what? I'm going to give him $25 because he seems like a great guy. And boom. And they may go over to uh, the Beyond the Box set. And if they have 15K, yo, why not? Help out. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. But if you're going to have 15K, send it my way first. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. No, no, no. Of course, I don't have a Patreon, uh, but I wanted to ask you, how easy, how hard was it to set up the Patreon? A lot easier than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was going to be very difficult. Uh, actually, I set up two. Uh, I have, so I have one for that's, that's my own personal that I don't use. And then I have one that's the Fakeman podcast. We're actually subscribed to another Patreon through that because <laughs> um, I wanted to support one of my favorite artists. And he decided, like, I'm going to do a Patreon. I'm like, good. I want more, more of your content. Of course, um, why not? Have you yeah. reached out to him and seen uh, this artist, by the way, is he in the uh, entertainment domain or is he in the outside of the entertainment domain? Well, he's a comic book artist. Um, Have you asked he, him to be on your show? Yeah, a couple times. He lives in Croatia, though, so it's not easy to coordinate. What you could do now, you do uh, <clears throat> fake nerd watch, right? Which is the comic mm-hmm. books. Mm-hmm. That is, no, fake is, nerd book club is the comic books. Oh, sorry, book club. Um, is that all of you or just one of you? That's all of us. Okay. An option you can do is whoever has the freest time, it could do like a, you could do a mini interview like and bring it into the segment so that you have this guy who comes on once, twice, whatever. And one of you guys interview him and you do like a 10 minute interview, 30 minute interview or whatever. And then you can just have it. Hey guys, we have this great episode. Unfortunately, not all of us could have been there, but brandon sparks or whoever was able to interview this great artist that uh who does comic book i do need to reach out to him again because he's would love to have him on the show um that's not a terrible idea uh we have a similar thing kind of on accident hopefully we can get this guy no so on our on the fake book club series we on our first on our first ever uh series we did a book series called wasted space it's a it's a book called uh uh, it's a book from Vault Comics, mm-hmm. uh, and we did the first three volumes of Wasted Space, and then we got the writer of Wasted Space onto the show to talk about the, the book, mm-hmm. um, and that was really cool. I didn't even think we could do it, but he started like sharing our stuff, and I was like, oh, sweet. So I reached out, and I was like, hey, do you want to come on? Um, so we did that, and so I kind of want to try to have it so that at the end of every book club series, so when we finish the series, we get the writer on to talk about that series or so I'm, I'm trying to reach out to kyle higgins now uh but it's difficult to get a hold of of course have you thought maybe going after more independent artists like or even webcomic artists webcomic no but we have had some independent artists on the show uh before it, it's both simultaneously easy and easier and harder to get people on the show right now uh because of the pandemic nobody's really mm-hmm. doing a whole lot but um, it's also difficult because people are being inundated with so many. Oh, of course, of course. And, to, and to that's why that. I, so, I go, Hey, if you're interested, here's a link book yourself. These are the days. And yeah. it's, it's for me, I found it really simple because co- I, from previously coordinating 
your life with in on the feel better show it was just like okay messaging back and forth and i'm like this is annoying and it's like you know what here's my availability pick what works for you and all my life is easier i have a wish list of comic book writers and artists that i want to have on the show uh i've obviously like i've emailed them and i I keep emailing them it's it's all about persistence at that point like you just kind of hope that your your email will sit through the cracks eventually so here's my suggestion okay use linkedin Oh, you know what? I just started using LinkedIn more more often. I didn't even think about that. Because right now, LinkedIn is everybody who has LinkedIn was forced to get LinkedIn, right? Get LinkedIn because it's for your business. Like get LinkedIn because you can find a job. Get LinkedIn because it's be- whatever. Nobody uses it. No one knows how to use it because no one's. It's not. It, it was. It was set for the business world. Yeah. So it's not made for everyday people. Now. People, I've noticed that people are more receptive and open when they get a message on LinkedIn. So the opportunity there to reach out to independent artists, writers, whatever, in that your industry that you're looking for is greater. Obviously, if you're going after the big guys, like, you know, rest in peace, Stan Lee, but like Stan Lee's and, you know, those guys, the John Favreau's, the big guys harder to get to them but if you go into like the mid-level and below there's a good chance or the b actors and the c actors there's a good chance they'll have fun coming on to do it as long as you're able to coordinate a perfect time and if you're doing the like you can do the an interview segment 10 minute segment or like a 20 minute segment with these people and doesn't everybody doesn't have to be there you can record it on their time yeah it's not a bad idea a lot of this will have to wait till the next year because we're taking a hiatus after we're done with so much content <laughs> of course no no this i i, I just provide ideas man you can do whatever you want with them it's just an idea i'm to so do. not prepared for this month though no one is christmas so, dude so i haven't even content. started christmas shopping <laughs> <laughs> i finished christmas shopping ages ago when i when we had the because uh, our government was nice for like a month and gave us a, an extra six hundred dollars to help us out during the pandemic it was, really? it was incredible a very nice um, government you have yeah <laughs> you know. but they um but because of that i i knew that this wasn't gonna last so i was like okay i gotta get christmas shopping done i gotta get like a lesson so i've been done christmas shopping for ages yeah i i lucked out my i work for a financial institution so luckily okay. for me, my job is pretty secure. <laughs> also, your country's handling this better than ours. Unfortunately, yes, but you have someone who's coming in that should be like I told. I think I told you it's you're losing your crazy uncle and you're getting your grandfather taking over the house again. Our kooky grandfather's coming mm-hmm. back to town. Look, I'd rather have a kooky grandfather than a crazy uncle in the White House. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, at least chimpanzee would have been better. Than, than, than what we've had for the last four months, four years. Jesus. The, 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 I think you would be a better president <laughs> than your current president, and that's nothing against you. No joke. no joke. I considered running for a public office throughout this uh, this four years, uh, this last four year term. Um, there was a there was a lot of a lot of times where I was like, I could do it. Like oh, yeah. I could just put in the work and 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 nominate my and like go to public office and work my way up and maybe like you know the people always like you know be the change you want to be so like there was a there was a couple of times where I was thinking about that 
I don't want that kind of attention. I'm so introverted. There's no way I would do it. Well, but here's a the thing. Times I thought about it. <clears throat> so as an introvert, there's other ways. You don't have to be the front facing politician. You can help the politicians. You have the skills to create a podcast. So now you can go to a public office and offer your services. Oh, that's where bitching about nothing actually came from. Um, so on my blog, as you, as you've seen, mm-hmm. um, I, I have a blog called bitching about nothing. And initially I had come up with that name for a new podcast. That was just going to be me yelling into a microphone, which is a great idea. Yeah. And so that was like, my, my whole thing is like, nobody, nobody gives a shit what you say on the internet. Um, so I always like, I we're yelling into the ether. We're, we're, we're throwing out this to the zeitgeist. Like nobody's listening. We're just yelling. Um, <laughs> so I had the same, I'm bitching about nothing. Like nobody gives a shit what I'm bitching about. I'm just bitching. So that I really like that name. I didn't really like the concept of the podcast, but I really liked the name. So I decided to try to figure out how to keep it. And eventually I created a blog and I'm trying to transition that blog into a video essay series. Um, but that has been, been proven to be very difficult. So, so hopefully I get that done in the new year. What is just out of my curiosity for the video essay series, what's stopping you? A uh, couple of things. Time uh, was a huge factor um, going into the pandemic, but then obviously motivation because the pandemic was incredibly depressing. And I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a person who is prone to massive depressive episodes. I, I feel you feel you. So it, it, so obviously the motivation problem comes into, comes into effect with that. And then like, I just don't have the equipment and I need my friend Sparks who I would collaborate with on this. And he would, uh, we talked about a lot. He would help me kind of set up cameras and things like that. And it would be my words, but he would be behind the camera with that. And then the pandemic hit and we can't see each other. So that became like, just, it's just another thing that had to be put on the back burner for the, just the pandemic, but uh, hopefully I can get it done. Cause I, I would really like to do that. So something I could suggest to start off before you get to the video aspect, you could always just do an audio version of the essay or of the podcast and put that up and have it starting. So you, when you do the pandemic is over, you already worked out all the kinks for the audio version that when you switch to video, it's now easier for you. You're already used to it. So when you go into the video. So, so audio essays. Audio essays for now. Yeah. And you just. You know, I never thought about that. Because, right? Because there are some websites that's actually, you can listen to the essay or their article on their website. Hmm. So it's like they're putting mini podcasts everywhere. You know, I actually never thought about that. The idea about doing an audio essay could be intriguing because I, you see these, these uh, articles I put up on, online. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably structure them differently, but yeah, I could probably make a 30 minute audio essay kind of a, uh, what was the empire podcast started doing podumentaries. Uh, I could do some stuff like that. Yeah. That's there a terrible idea. And it's, it's, it's just, you have all the equipment you need. Because all you need is the Blue Yeti that's perfectly placed, right? I love the framing. I'm sorry, sir. The framing with the Blue Yeti mic there. And then you have your cards in the background. You got the beautiful bookshelf. Like, you framed yeah. your, your screen perfectly. 
All you the need only is thing I wish I could do is get rid yeah. of this. You need maybe blackout uh, curtains for there, but also a light in front of you so that you're you're lighting up your face like I am. I have a giant light right here right now and I'm sweating like a bucket. Like after I do these shows, I take off this sweater and the shirt underneath is drenched in sweat. Jesus. Um, I, just, I thought about that. The only the only thing that was stopping me, and I'll and I'll be perfectly honest, the only thing stopping me from getting blackout curtains and a light light in front of me is pure stubbornness, because I don't want to get too comfortable doing this. Well, here's the thing: I want to go back to I want to go back to in person recording, and so I don't want to put in too much effort to make this more comfortable. Hey, but look at this: you thought it was going to last a few months. Now we realize yeah. that it's probably going to go until at least 2022. Mm. Now. If you start it now, you're used to it. Obviously, when you go when pandemic and the lockdowns all lift, you have the option to continue doing it the way you were, or you can upgrade it to instead of you sitting there talking there, you can be doing it at a comic book shop, you can do it at conventions, you can go to coffee houses, you can do it in the parks, you can move the the production wherever you want and add more to it. I get that, but then you run into the fact of the stubbornness. <laughs> I understand that, but here's the thing. The only thing stopping you right now is your stubbornness that you don't want to stay like it is. You don't want to get too comfortable. However, yeah. if you start it now with the plan that, no, we are not going to stay here. I am only getting the bare minimum, which is blackout curtains and a light. The bare minimum I need so that I can get this idea off the ground and when I can fully integrate into how I envision it going to be, then I put my effort into that. Right now, you just want to get get it off the floor. Just get the sh- put out the shittiest version you can, but it's out there. And then just in every a, just improve yeah, on every episode. My, that was always my my philosophy uh, when we first started the Fictor podcast. Um, in the first two episodes, we actually ran into a, a different problem, but we were able to get through that hurdle. Um, I always said, I always say when, you know, because we get, we get posts on our great mates groups, uh, the podcast, one of the main ones mm-hmm. about like, how do you start a podcast? I do that. I always say, all you need to do, get a microphone, mm-hmm. get a microphone, stop, talk, start talking, put it up. You did it. Yeah. Keep doing that every week and it will just improve. Don't worry about getting all the fancy shit right now. Nope. All you need is that. And if you don't want to spend the $150 to get the Blue Yeti mic, if you have a cell phone and a headset, connect them with a microphone and you can podcast there. It's more work. If you have enough money to spare, get the Roadcaster. That's the next goal. Looks off at distance at the Roadcaster. Oh, yeah. The Roadcaster Pro. Do you know who has a Roadcaster Pro that we know? Don't tell me. Okay, tell me. Harry. Oh, bastard. Mind you, Harry, Harry's a great guy. He has two amazing podcasts that he runs. He also produces another podcast for his co-host. And he does nice. website design and he has a full-time job. So he has the income to get the Roadcaster Pro for it. But I'm looking for getting the Roadcaster Pro. That is a beautiful, beautiful device. I want it so bad. You have no idea. It, it just it's like it's like my holy grail. I've almost so many times I've just been like, what if I just put a Patreon goal? 
get us the roadcaster. Every all that five dollars just keeps going in there and just do it. You know what? Here's the th- here's the thing. Talk with your colleagues. Talk with the fellow podcast and go look. Here's an option. I want to upgrade our equipment to the next level. It's going to cost X amount. Cost it out. You need four mics. You need the Roadcaster Pro. It's a thousand fifty if you wanted to get the four mics and, and the Roadcaster. Roadcaster Pro. So a thousand fifty. That's your goal, right? So I know on Patreon you can put goals. So put it as a, one of your goals. The fifteen hundred or whatever the amount you need. Boom. That's one of our goals. Do a drive. Get get a GoFundMe going. Just constantly talk about it, and you never know. Maybe it's going to pick up, and you're going to get about it. Get it. If you don't try and just start talking about it and putting it out there, who knows? I know for sure by next year, next December, my equipment's going to be upgraded to a Rodecaster Pro set. It's going to have the Rodecaster Pro microphones and the uh, the caster all together by next year, next December. That's the decision I made. Now it's hopefully going to do it, but you can figure out like, you know how to podcast, right? Obviously you some run, would some would say you have about five to six podcasts that you work. I mean, I don't think I do. Honestly, I just, I'm just bullshitting my way through this whole thing. That's pretty much what everybody does um, through life. Pretty much. If you ask any CEO, how did you, what do you do? How do you do be a CEO? He's like, you bullshit your way through it. I, I full, I, I full heartedly uh, approve of Mr. Sunday's, mentality of like this is just a sinking ship i'm doing this until i can't anymore yeah that's all it is you're bailing out water until you don't need to bail water and you can move around you know so why not suggest to go on fiverr and put out podcast producer i'll handle the back end of the podcast for you i'll host it for you for ten dollars a month that sounds a terrible idea actually hosting podcasts because then the, the wonderful thing about transistor is you have unlimited podcasts unlimited. yeah and it gives each one its own individual Login. rss feed yep so. there you go you can literally do that for them that's what's yeah. great about the new podcast hosts like lisbon you have to pay per show whereas the new ones the first tier you pay and then afterwards everything gets you either get a limited amount or like X amount. Like I have 20 or the next level up is a, a unlimited amount. Yeah. You want to know something funny about Libsyn? When, man, so Fagner Podcast is not my first podcast. I've talked about it briefly on my podcast. I used to do a show with the guy who's actually running Suburban Proctologist right now and um, and my co-host Sparks. Uh, we used to do a show called Recordings of an English Jackass. <laughs> And it was a sketch comedy show that we did that we did in high school, and we recorded it. I don't know if you remember, but like, like the audio recording stuff used to be like this little bar, and you could yeah. had the three buttons. Uh, we had that and uh, one microphone, and we would do the, all the voices, and it was awful. But we were hosted on what eventually became Libsyn. It was a different program back then. It was a different service. Wow, and so. When we went, when we all came back to the podcasting game, we went back to look for it. It was like, oh, this became Libsyn. So we just went to Libsyn again. So like, we've been with Libsyn for its two iterations. How wild is that? That that is insane, sir. That is insane. All right, we're coming up to an over an hour of podcasting, which is not unusual for two 
cinephils that can talk about c- pop culture nerds. It's just, stuff. just a Tuesday to me, baby. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a Tuesday for you. It's a regular <laughs> day for me. I never shut up. But I'm going to give you, I'm going to jump off the screen here. I'm going to give you a chance to talk, uh, to sell everything. Sell your podcast. Tell us where we can find you, all that fun jazz. Okay. Um, well, obviously, you can find us at fakenerdpodcast.com. Uh, that's where that's our landing page for everything. Uh, you can find our main show, Miscellaneous, our YouTube page, our blogs. I just uploaded a new blog now. That's at the Bitchin' About Nothing uh, uh, blog section. We have other shows as well as the Fake Nerd Podcast. As I said before, it's our mothership show. We've got the Fake Nerds Watch, which we are currently going through The Mandalorian. We're doing two new episodes this weekend. Uh, should be up soon. We have our Basement Arcade, which we just put up Fortnite, uh, the Galactus event. Galactus has come to Fortnite. My friends fought him. It was cool. Uh, and then we have our Fake Nerd Book Club, which we just finished, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers by Kyle Higgins. And we will uh, be starting a new series hopefully before the end of the year, but we got a lot to get through this year. Like we have a review of Spider-Man PS4. We have our holiday annual, which is our gift to our fans uh, where we give each other gifts and we just talk about the year. We talk about Christmas and we all feel warm and buzzy. Um, that, so that's cool. Miscellaneous is our other show. It's our first spinoff show. It's audio only. Uh, season two will come as soon as we can record in person that's that's kind of my guarantee. It can't happen unless we record in person. Um, I think that's it. Fake Podcast on all social media. Fake guys at gmail.com. Like to get in touch with us. Yeah, that's about it. See, I love it. It's a great podcast, guys. Um, I listen to it every once in a while. I can't listen to it all the time, but because I, I have so many. I have so many podcasts, but listening to it every once in a while, I, I love your social media. You guys do amazing work on your social media. I have to give you great credit for that. I'll take uh, it. That's all me. I got this. You you do a great job. I really do enjoy it. Um, and I have to say, um, I would possibly look at uh, putting the one. You should have all your podcasts up there on your website. Should do that. Well, we have the YouTube tab, which is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I want to thank you, Brandon, for coming on. I'm glad I was able to oh, give you a you. whole bunch of uh, simple ideas that you yeah. can try out in the future. And I hope it brings you a lot more uh, gold. Um, guys, please go subscribe to his YouTube. Go subscribe to the podcast. Um, don't don't subscribe to me. Subscribe to him <laughs> Just and tell one friend. That's what I want you to do. That's all We're you have to on. do. We are on all the podcasting services. We're even on Amazon Music and Podcast, which was just launched recently. We were one of the launch podcasts there, so that was cool. That's awesome. So if you have an Alexa, you can literally say, Hey, Alexa, play Fake Nerd Podcast. Boom. And it will play. That's that's amazing. That's next level right there. Guys, I thank you. Listen to the end. I'm probably going to tell you about something that I want you to buy or attempt to buy or I don't know. Brandon, thank you very much. and uh, Thank you. I wish you all the best. Yeah, man, you too. This is great. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Remember to invest in yourself, people. I can't thank Brandon enough for showing up and being part of the show today. Um, I've always enjoyed his podcast. It's it's a really positive spin on uh, pop culture. And yeah, the episodes can get long. But I tell you what, it's very much worth your time to give it a listen it's it's a nice take 
culture. And I can't believe how much his show has grown and how much they're putting in to it. And his new show I just recorded with him called... don't know if he wants me to announce it, so I won't. But I just recorded it. And it's a great, great show. And I can't wait for you guys to hear it. I'm one of his first guests, so looking forward to that. I will definitely tweet it out when it comes out. And uh, remember, if you're looking for protection online... Use the VPN, NordVPN. It's one of the best VPNs out there. It will protect you while you're online. The link is in the show notes. Remember, people, invest in yourself so that you can grow. Have a great day.